it's one of those days where I record the intro about seven times. Hello, how are you? Welcome back to Operation Badass. My name is Hannah Bowden. I am your host for today. And how are we doing? How are we doing? Okay. Like, you might have not responded to me asking you how you're doing, but I want you to respond to me because I'm going to ask you again. Okay, you ready? Three, two, one. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm good too. How is the family? Good. Yeah. See, so you're like, we're having a conversation. It's mad. Um, when people ask me how I am, I have four responses and they're basically like reflexes at this point. Someone asks me how I am, I say good, tired, um, grand or well. Just the four. And tired is my version of being vulnerable when someone asks me how I am. If that's don't take that as bloody advice. That's not being vulnerable saying you're tired. Um, when I can be happy, sad, angry, but I, you know, you don't answer that when someone asks you like, how are you? like, just as a question, like, hi, how are you? You don't go, like, you know, someone someone doesn't go, hi, how are you? You don't go, anxious and depressed, how are you? Like, you don't, you don't do that. <laughs> like, why don't we? I think we should, like, just be open, you know? Just be like, yeah, you know, shy, how are you? Like, crap, haven't been worse. How are you? Um, But I hope you're not any of those things. I hope you're doing okay and you're managing and you're coping okay. Um, I've got loads of DMs this week. It's made me really happy. Uh, we haven't uploaded in a while, but I tell you why, because I had a little method that um, I was like, I'm gonna leave it for just over a week. I'm gonna leave it for just over a week, and I'm gonna see if it gives a time for everyone to catch up on episodes one to five. And you know what? It bloody did, and we hit one point two thousand listens currently. Well, um, I'm recording this, but it could be more. Um, but at the moment, it's 1.2, which I'm absolutely delira and excited about. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Um, also, a reason for me recording this multiple times. Well, I recorded the podcast as a whole and got rid of it twice because I just was not happy. Um, but I've recorded this intro about seven times. And in the third one, I I mean, I actually just like stared at my wall in silence for about like three minutes and I'm still recording then didn't realise um take four I'm pretty sure I asked you um if you weren't well did you have Dorona and I said it like that um which is corona obviously for those of you that don't understand um (laughs) those of you that don't understand yeah no it just let's just not I'm not recording this again I'm not doing it I'm Hannah no Hannah that's editing this no I'm I'm not sorry I know that was angry my my led lights are they're in pink, so I should be happy. Let's switch them to green. That's normally good for us, isn't it? Green. There we go. I'm so much happier already. But in all seriousness, guys, girls, ladies, gays, and days, I do hope you're well. I'm going to flick over for my notes. For my notes to my notes, because I have a few notes on this topic for you guys. Um, Someone told me to not use notes, and to them I say, you try recording you for half an hour you talking without notes now actually all of what I say does come from the heart but what I do have written down here is the definition of toxic masculinity which is our topic for today toxic masculinity yeah I say it too fast and it sounds like toxic masculinity yeah okay no toxic masculinity also another reason for me getting rid of the other one was because I sounded so posh and I sounded also about six 
like my voice was just so high because I'd done about half an hour of spiritual cleansing with the bloody um what you call it the not the smoke I don't smoke but <laughs> the um <laughs> what are they called incense sticks and I am convinced they do turn me a bit high like I'm not gonna lie but you know we just got it um I brought up the topic of toxic masculinity oh there we go that was nice that was crisp yeah, I like that um to my masculine friends the other day and one of them went what's that I was like god like do some people really like not know what it means like is it not what it says in the tin um but I've got a definition because I know you like the definitions to um kind of get everyone on board so toxic masculinity every time I say masculinity now you can drink I'm not saying turn this into a drinking game but like you know shots of water if you want um is the traditional cultural masculine norms that can be harmful to men and women and society so basically the traditional cultural masculine norms that we have created that society has created that um the stereotypes we've created and how that they are harmful to not only men, but also women and society as a whole. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, there's five main kind of, um, like, I was going to say, I don't know what the right way to put this, but five kind of main, like, toxic areas of toxic masculinity that kind of stood out to me and I made a note of them. So we're going to talk about them. We're also going to talk about um, just kind of like feminine and masculine norms that are in society that I don't think should be. And we're just going to have a bit of a chat. Tell me why me getting a lisp on when I said society in the last clip that I edited out turned into me singing Harry Styles for a minute and a half uh, and then being like... <laughs> They don't want to listen to that. Um, be confident in your singing, Hannah. No, people do want to listen. They do. I'm sure you do. Something else that annoyed me this week. This is so off topic. But why do we... Like, <laughs> why is it so cringy to sing? Like, in public. Like, anywhere. Okay. So I've done it. We're talking about it. That's it. We're doing it. Okay. I've put this off for so long. But when I was in first year, I decided it was an amazing idea to sign up with another girl to sing at a school concert because our guitar teacher thought, at the time thought it was a good idea. And then she was like, last minute, now Hannah can't. Like this, I actually, like Scarlet for my life. So I was like, okay, fair. Email your one in, like that was the teacher. That's a bit disrespectful to say your one, Miss Girl. um, The teacher that was organising this like concert thing. And was like, look, can't do it anymore. She was like, Han, you're already booked your place. I've, you know, scheduled it all out. There's no backing out now. So I'm like, shit. Oh, no. Like, dying. And um, she's like, no, seriously. So I put together, um, you know, a bit of a band. Get a few girlies going. But no one else singing, just me. Um. Bear in mind, I have no sort of vocal training whatsoever. But the one time I sang at my communion at like two thousand and you know like twelve, you know, really boosted my confidence enough for me to be able to think that this would be a good idea. Um. So let's just say you know Aldi version of Coldplay get up to sing. 
and the nerves just get the better of me and then I everyone was so fake everyone was like it was so Hannah like honestly like you're, you're the voice of an angel and like, I'm not the worst singer but like I'm really really not the best either so you can only really imagine how bad it was with at the time crippling anxiety but on top of that just the stage fright and nerves like put me on a stage doing a monologue no problem to me put me on a stage singing a song absolute die the death of like die the death of someone who's dead yeah put that saying in the book um so yeah like why is it so like scarlet fying that's another word for the dictionary why is why do we automatically just go completely scarlet when we have to sing in public like why can't we just lash it out of it and like you know no one cares like that's the world I want to live in that's the world I want to live in sorry but um if you did this me sing in first year I'm sorry I'm sorry and please just erase that from your memory and it's better for all of us that way like it honestly is it's better for us to move forward okay Miss Girl Chair has decided it's her day to shine, uh, but it's not, okay? So if you hear her, leave her be, let her do her bit, okay? She's screaming for attention. Um. Okay, first thing that we... Ex- Can you hear that? <laughs> Shut up! Um. The chair really thinks she's Beyonce today. Okay, number... Th- first thing that we expect from men in society, which I think is extremely unfair is extreme self-reliance we expect men to go in to the world of living wow this is this is gonna be such a good episode i can already tell okay we expect men to go in and be completely reliant on just themselves we expect men to go into life leave school go into college move out get a job and from that point onwards be completely self-reliant not need anyone not need to talk to anyone only them they mess up their family's financial situation it's on them it's your problem your family you're the man in the house deal with it yourself why do we do this i don't know i i think it's so messed up extreme self-reliance if you are a guy listening to this and you're picking up going wow yeah no that I really I really like relate to that like that's that's something that's really affecting me no and recognize that is a stupid 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 social standard that we should not have there's not really much more to say on that one so I'm gonna move on to number two which is shame and avoidance of emotional expression leaving with one emotion which is just anger let me explain this okay so we as a society say men can't cry we say men can't express emotions we say men can't be scared um men can't express fear um and that's just not okay you might say that we as a society has moved on tenfold with being able to express emotions which I agree with but men are two steps behind us and that is just the reality of it um sorry excuse me us as in women leaving with anger so meaning when anyone let's just say this okay when anyone starts to bottle up emotions the way anyone does (laughs) okay the more that bottles up 
and the more that feeds now that can turn into a really horrible anxiety the pity your stomach you always have butterfly butterflies butterflies love it why have i turned american no back on track mind focused i've got this deep breath <laughs> it's just this one those days today it can leave with a horrible anxiety and that anxiety eventually does turn to anger and we see that a lot in men no no i'm keep i'm sorry i'm 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 still recording because i refuse to not the way we have taught men to live is that we as women let me say it this way we as women it is a lot easier for us to go to our friends whether you like it or not now everyone's different okay everyone's different but us as women it is easier for us to call another woman and be like look this is how i'm feeling or look blah 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 in general and i am i am stereotyping here women are more acceptable acceptable i think that's a word of other women when they are feeling down when they need help when they need to reach out when they need to talk to someone okay that does that is more acceptable in women than men i'll give you an example i um have male friends um and I don't mean that as in male friends but wink wink they're a bit more no I actually have friends that are guys and which is nothing not normal (laughs) just just in case you got the wrong idea and they have come to me on occasions if you're sitting there and you're like oh my god I'm a friend of hers is she gonna talk about me no don't worry it's probably nothing to do with you just in general in a few occasions I've had some guys that are friends of mine come to me and say Hannah like whatever it guys express emotions in such weird ways like i've had guys like just like (laughs) be in like random situations and then just be like i'm depressed which is not funny that's not what i'm laughing just the the ironic like the irony of it like it's just you'll be talking about like bloody the toast and tea you had for breakfast and then guys would be like i'm depressed like they actually go to the breaking point and we should just have to tell someone or else like it's just like they can't cope and i would say i'm like kind of a go-to person i would like to think i'm a go-to person if you need to like you know say whatever so on occasions i've had guys come to me and when they get it all out or some of it out anyway i kind of say you know have you i presume like let's just say their best friend jeremy does jeremy know about this and they'll be like no i've never told anyone in my whole life you're the first person and i i I kind of remember a certain situation where i was like but have you never like do you not talk about these type of things now i knew it was weird for men and men were kind of different they didn't speak but up until now i didn't really kind of know that men do not talk about this whatsoever in their groups now you might be a guy that's in a group to be like we talk about our feelings all the time you know my um man bud bro is like we all talk about our feelings like the fields like oh, stop trying to be cool i feel like when i try to be cool i sound like a 40 year old mother it's not pleasant um so if you're in one of those groups and you're that type of person i am so happy for you but a lot of men and guys aren't and those are the ones i'm trying to represent here they don't speak to each other i'm like me as a girl that like you know I'm a person that is, you know, everyone comes to, but I don't really go to anyone. But I know girls as a whole, we all talk about our stuff. 
all the time like all the time like we'll go on rants about like the bloody like topping our bottle long coming off you know we couldn't drink our water the way we wanted to and cry about it and like that's it's more acceptable and why have we made it that it's not acceptable to men anymore it's just it annoys me um but then this thing that it just leaves so many guys so angry and depressed and confused I've had first-hand experience with this um with a person that was in my life and it's so upsetting and it never dawned on me that the reason they weren't able to express this was because they were a guy um I've been in situations before whereby let's just say I was in a a situationship like a relationship but like a situationship I like it with another person that ended up being a male (laughs) that I knew that if they weren't trying to like impress me or something or trying to seem more manly they would actually tell me how they were feeling and they would just be honest but because they felt like they needed to protect me from it they didn't and it upset me so much at the time in this certain it's happened to me a couple of times but in this certain at this certain time with a certain person it really upset me the most because I was like wow like this is they're trying to protect me like they're they were even telling me that they were doing this to protect me and I was there going but you're not protecting me you're like for me who's someone that just wants to make everything better I was there like you're you're making this worse like if you could just talk to me but they just had this wall up 50 feet high now having a wall up isn't something that's just subject to guys but I see it so much with guys they've built up this wall and this shame towards emotions this avoidance that they're avoiding any time an emotion comes up so they bottle it down they shut it down because it's not manly to do it's not manly to cry and then they're left with this depression and anger for everything and that's why we see guys with anger issues this is why we see guys that get in I don't know physical fights all the time get themselves in trouble maybe lay themselves down the wrong path because they're told it's not okay to express emotions well reality check Men cry too. Men have the exact same emotions as anyone else does. Men have eating disorders too. Men have emotional issues too. Men have trauma too. Men have all these things too. And why we choose to ignore it is beyond me. So if you're a man struggling with any of these things, I want you to know. First and foremost, you're a human before you're a man. The only reason really we're given these man and woman terms is to tell the difference between what's down below. I mean, really, that is it. But yet we have created ourselves. No one else has done this to us. Ourselves as a society have broken apart every single detail that we get through, you know, like biologically through having a gender. And we have like picked them apart by bit by bit by bit and created these unrealistic standards for for each gender. The realistic, like... The realistic ex sorry, the expectations are unrealistic for women and just as much men. In the beauty industry, the expectations are still unrealistic for men, and I don't think it's talked about it as much. For me personally, I represent a lot of the unrealistic beauty standards with women. That women have to be these 
thin stunning models with you know long slender legs and that's just the way it's meant to be but it is the same with men men do have eating disorders men like we expect them to look like these big huge muscly giants six foot and it's like you don't realize but that's an expectation too and what about this other guy who's five foot six and he might be a bit thinner in appearance but what that makes him less of a man since when it honestly just makes no sense in my head i suppose that leads on to my next point which is a trait of this toxicness can be extreme aspiration for physical sexual and intellectual dominance this is when a man feels the need to be this like we talked about physical big muscly six-pack you know dominant figure and that can become very toxic very quick because you could have let's just say a big rugby team of lads okay i'm sorry you're talking again here but we're just using this as an example okay and let's just say it could be I don't think it matters, to be honest. I mean, I don't, I'm not in many rugby teams myself, okay? But, oh, Jesus, excuse me. Oh, my God, you know, you just, like, choke for no reason. We talked about this in the last episode, choking on your own spit. It does happen. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, no, look. Men are... No. No, no not men. <laughs> I just go back to men. No. My prompt was rugby. Rugby, that's it. You can have a big rugby team of lads, Okay. And it doesn't matter whether the best um, man on the rugby team is small and scrawny. Let's just say, I hate that word, like scrawny. I hate all those words. Scrawny and lanky. And I've used them all myself in the past, but I think they're horrible words now. Um, And he could be, let's just say lanky for just for bloody example. He's small, he's lanky, and he's gay. But he's the best player in the team. But that doesn't matter to the rest of the guys. Why? Because they're insecure about their own masculinity in a sense. They're insecure. And they are putting these, they're shadowing, they're betraying these emotions of frustration, of of this extreme aspiration for dominance. That... They're putting this pressure on him and they're having this judgment because this guy is the best, but mm, I don't know if he is because he's not a man in their eyes because he's not this big, muscly, chunky, stereotypical rugby player. Now, obviously, when you like go on, if you went on to play rugby for Ireland, let's just say, you might have to build up a bit of muscle for, I don't know, for tackling reasons I haven't a clue but look why does that make him less of a man doesn't make him any less of a man if he's the best rugby player on the team he's the best rugby player on the team and I would hope any guys listening to this have never looked at a guy and thought you know or judged him because he doesn't look quote unquote I'm doing the fingers the speech bubble fingers less of a man than you are because he isn't. And I, I would have a good look at yourself and your own masculinity if that's how you're judging someone else. Something else we see is this 
extreme aspiration for sexual dominance. Let me give you a scenario, okay? And I've I've seen this happen time and time again that it's unbelievable and it annoys me to be annoying. To be annoying? No. <laughs> to be honest, it annoys me. Seeing... Okay, situation. There's three lads in a bar, okay? The question is, who's portrayed as the most manly? We're going to have Jerry, Bob and Tim. Okay, Jerry goes... Ah, oh, last week, you know that girl that I've liked for ages? Um, I brought her on a date last week. First question, the other lads ask him. Ah, did you get into bed with her? How was she in bed? Why is that the first question? First of all, is my question. But anyway, moving on. So he feels a bit embarrassed now and he's like, oh, well, yeah, even though he didn't because he's not ready for that yet. But that's not okay at the table of these insecure with toxic masculinity affied men that did not make sense you know what I mean next guy what do we say the names were Jerry Bob and Tim I think Bob goes ah yeah well I I you know got that girl into bed and then I got her one from the shop into bed and sure I shagged Samantha again last week because I just like using her ah fair play fair play fair play what what if I was sitting at a table near them I'd be like Sorry, what? But it is. It is thought of as fair play. Well done. Asher, you got her into bed. Asher, Asher, go on. Well done. But what's going on behind the scenes there? Is this man really... Now, if he really thinks about it, is he doing this, sure, after the crack, after it's grand, like... But, like, is there a girl crying herself to sleep in at home in her bed on the other side of this because she's been completely used her emotions have been torn with but her emotions have been torn with because his emotions were already torn going into that situation because he wasn't ready for a relationship and he made it look like he was and then he just used her to what be the biggest man at the table it just doesn't sit right with me and then sure tim goes off going at i sure i shagged 10 women last week and it's like ah cheers with our beer and sure tim's the biggest man I'm not sure. We see with intellectual dominance as well. This need for intellectual dominance. I saw an episode of First Dates the other day. Love First Dates. If you haven't seen First Dates, it makes you believe in love. Watch First Dates. Um, and this girl came on and she said, um, I have really struggled. She kind of had trust issues in a way. With She was really an intellectual sciencey girl. Oh God. Just got like winded for no reason. I don't know why this happens to me. Breathe. I'm good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, you're stressing out there that I wasn't fine. I'm fine. Um, she had a bit of kind of trust issues because being in a very intellectual sciencey course that she was in university and being very high up and having a very high IQ, being in this really top top course, there was also men in that course too, and she was kind of a bit outnumbered in terms of in the ratio of men to women and all that. So obviously she was kind of dating men in her course. Um, and she found that in every relationship she got into with these guys, they would constantly put down these amazing essays that she was doing. They would constantly tell her that she wasn't smarter than them, that she wasn't um, better than them. And like, you're bloody seeing Legally Blonde as well. Like, okay, like, I know I'm bringing Legally Blonde into this. If you don't know what happens in Legally Blonde, 
um, this girl is with this guy and um, Ellen Warner and she he rigs up with her and she thinks he's going to propose and he goes to Harvard Law School. So to get him back, she works her ass off and gets into Harvard Law School and ends up getting better than him and winning this big court case. But throughout the movie, he constantly tells her that she's not smarter than him, puts her down, tells her she's never going to get into things. And sometimes she believes him. And it can be so hard for girls. And I think there isn't sometimes, now not always, I suppose, it depends on the situation, but there's something with the guy there. He's not doing that. Really, is he doing it to put you down? He's doing it because, I don't know how to describe it, but it's again to do with these masculine stereotypes that he's been put under so he's then putting you under another stereotype which is totally unfair and I'm not saying that it's just it's not but he's putting you under another stereotype because he's put under the stereotype and he thinks he needs to um coincide with this stereotype in order to be the most masculine so it can happen with physical things it can happen with like sexually, in relationships, and it can also happen intellectually. I wrote a poem about feminism once, and my favourite line from the poem is, that's why they make tasers that look like lipsticks, encrusted with diamonds, feminine enough to fit in our lady-sized pockets. And I think that line, for me, was the favorite, my favourite line of the poem, because it spoke so much. That things, what I meant by that, you know, that's why they make tasers to look like lipsticks. Tasers because of this toxic trait that we've given men. Because we have given it. The, you know, men weren't created on the earth and told, you know, you need to use women. Their bodies are for your taking. They need to, and for us then, be speaking as a woman, us having to defend ourselves. And that's why so many women carry bloody tasers it's like insane when you think about it but it's just the world can be so unsafe for a woman on her own now and that is unfortunately because of men sometimes now not in all situations but you know like in terms of like let's just say if you're a woman you know the fears are especially if you're you're a young woman you know rape it is you know, the fear of maybe even in the worst case scenario being, being, I don't know, bloody kidnapped and then put into the sex trafficking, like, world. I know that so, sounds so extreme and, and deep, but, like, we all just have this fear, this fear in us because there's just this dominant gender when there shouldn't be. Now, that's me, Jesus, no, no way saying that a woman couldn't rape a man just as much as a man could rape a woman because it's it's both ways don't get me wrong and I feel like again it's toxic because men then because they can't come out and say this they can't either go you know and be honest if they've been sexually assaulted it's awful um something I want to share with you is there was a study done in, in the four main traits the people, you know, saw or first thing, first four things that came to mind that were traits of men and women. 
according to an American survey that was done. Okay, I'm not sure who by. First thing was men. And they said, first of all, most common things that came up. They must have, in order to be a man, quote, quote, I'm doing my bubbly fingers, emotional control, primacy of work. I think that's how you say that word, primacy. Yeah, we'll go with that. Pursuit of status and violence. That right there is a concoction, is a potion for a toxic world which we're living in now. First of all, emotional control. We we talked about that. In order to truly express our emotions, truly and fully, we have to express vulnerability. But that's not okay because men aren't allowed to show weakness. So they're not allowed to show emotions. So in order to be a man, you're told that you have to be in complete emotional control 24-7. Primacy of work means that you kind of always have to put work before anything else. So basically you're an absent father that's going to give your children daddy issues. I mean, I'm just saying. Pursuit of status. that You constantly have to be the top of the ruddy food chain. This thing, this insecurity men have then of this extreme aspiration for just being totally physically, sexually and intellectually dominant 24-7. What is this? Like, what? Why? Um, and then lastly, violence. If you were in a fight, two guys, he punches the head off your friend, you're expected to go punch the head off him then. Because if not, you're called a bloody sissy, we'll use as a PG word, but you get the idea. You're called every name under the sun because if you're not violent, you're not masculine. Since when? Men, it is okay to express emotions, to not put your, always put your work first, to not always be the top of the food chain and not always be violent, to be punching the head off people. Violence is not good, okay? Spread love, not hate and all that jazz. It's better to be a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> Every time I go and say something serious, it turns into something cheesy. But you know what I mean? It is better to not be a violent person. And that doesn't make you any less of a man. Neither does telling someone how you truly feel and being vulnerable. It doesn't, okay? Moving on to the woman's. Oh, God, this rod me up, but this is probably because I'm on. Number one. Okay, so four main traits that people said, this is, this is how we see a woman. This is what a woman should be. Nice. Oh, we're so nice. We're so nice. We're so calm. Thin what refer here to episode four i think which is your body is beautiful if you're a man or woman or anyone and need help with that number three modest and number four good appearance it says here resources for appearance but i'm not sure what that means i think that's just like yeah no just oh yeah like they're constantly have stuff for appearance that they're constantly able to be, women are constantly be able to show up and have this good appearance. Like some of us don't walk around when we haven't bloody washed our face in a week. Maybe not washed our face in a week, that's a bit extreme. Haven't showered our, washed our hair in a week and go to the shops in our bloody Ugg boots and pyjamas and like, you know, mascara under the eyes. 
is if we go in high heels, mini skirts, and our hair done constantly. This is so toxic. Like, so toxic. Nice, thin. And and these expectations can sometimes... Men can have these. Because when you're a woman, you realise very quickly that these things aren't realistic. Now, no matter if you're constantly telling yourself in your head and punishing yourself that you should be thinner, you know pretty quickly, okay, look, this isn't my reality. This isn't always what I am. But yet sometimes, and really often often more often than you think men expect these things from women's women's yeah women's no women constantly the reality of it is is that women are seen as perfect they are women are seen that they are able to do everything and look like society tells them to do without a flaw and when they can't when that mother says i actually can't deal with it today I am up to here, the stress is up to here, and I just can't cook the dinner today. What's the man's first response? But I did the dishes yesterday. But I took the dog for a walk two days ago. Show me, and I love this quote from Brene Brown. I'm not going to get this correct word for word, but she says something like this. Show me a man that can listen to a woman at her cracking point or her breaking point, and I'll show you a man that's done some work. And I love that. Same goes for men. Men are not allowed to show weakness. Show me a woman as well that can listen to a man cry. And I'll show you a woman that's done work. Another thing Brene Brown says in one of her um, talks. Search Brene Brown on YouTube. You'll find her two talks that are up on YouTube, I think. They're amazing. Please watch them. Men show... Men don't show weakness and they're not allowed to show weakness. Some men do. And I hope more will. But also, women, because we're such perfectionists, we're actually the toughest critics. And in Brene's talk, she talks about um this man coming to her um book signing and getting book signed for his wife and his three daughters and being like, Don't you ever do any studies on men? And at that time she hadn't yet, she has now. Um, but being like, no, you know, I just study on women. And him being like, my wife and my kids are my toughest, toughest critics. And his his three kids were girls. Women are the toughest critics. And although you might think it would be easier to go to a woman, sometimes it isn't. And this is why we need to get rid of these stereotypes for women just as much as we need to get these, rid of these stereotypes for men. Get rid of these stereotypes for men. Just as much as we need to get rid of these stereotypes for women. It is just toxic. The other thing I'm going to talk about is when men don't allow it to be okay for other men to have anything feminine about them. For example, being gay is seen as being feminine. Which I think is funny because surely if you're a man attracted to another man, that's not feminine? I mean, masculine? I mean, what are we saying? Like, surely two men together is the most masculine thing ever because it's two men. Like, that's just how my brain works. But, yep, this is just what we've decided. That's feminine. Um, Not all gay guys are going to be there with the bloody, like, hand out ready to go see 
bloody chitty chitty bang bang and grease the musical. Not all gay men are like that. And I feel like gay men are so underrepresented sometimes. They're so... And it is underestimated. The, how, the issue straight men have with gay men, that is disgusting sometimes. It is absolutely vile. That people can be nasty. And as soon as a man... If you're, if you're a man, a straight man or a gay man, I want you to listen to this very carefully... If you are a straight man pointing out and judging anything feminine in another man that might be gay, let's just say, or just anything feminine whatsoever that's considered feminine, I mean, not being this big muscly guy, not a bloody taking the girl to bed on the first date, not drinking beer, I don't know, not playing a sport, and you are judging another man for that? Well, look, I don't agree with saying that, you know, this makes you a man or this makes you a man but that certainly makes you less of a man it makes you less of a human and you were human before you were giving this man and woman thing you were in a woman's bloody stomach and you were not conceived that is oh i hate that word god conceived (laughs) you were born in the oven for a bloody woman and that woman was the hero that brought you into the earth after nine long months And you remember that the next time. You remember your bloody queen of a mother the next time you decide to point out something feminine and I'm doing the bloody... I wish you could see me right now doing the... (laughs) Choked on my spit. On the bloody, you know, the speech quotation marks. I wish you could see me doing them right now because I'm doing them very hard. Okay? Remember that. And, you know, I feel like it's easier for gay men then sometimes they kind of float towards women for for approval because they've been told that their traits are feminine but they're just as much a man as the next man i think well they've the same bloody um you know things down below and like god forbid like we just need to like we just need to unmasculize is that a word and unfemininize femininize <laughs> you know what I mean everything in society like we just need to take the gender out of it sometimes embrace your gender do that's not what I'm saying I embrace my femininity I can't say that word <laughs> I embrace it to its fullest I love being a woman okay but I wouldn't dare point out something masculine that's considered masculine I'm doing the bubble marks again in another woman to like downgrade her because I don't see that as an insult it's just another gender and this is not an attack at men if anything it's a like like a bloody check yourself if you're a man or a woman and here's what I think you're doing wrong and here's what it's okay to do as a man and for it to not be seen as this like why is it wrong to be seen as feminine feminine's great I love being a woman Bottom line, if you can take one thing out of this and you're a guy, expressing your emotions is not weakness. It is okay to be weak. Because in order to be brave, you have to be weak. And if you really want to give in to all of this toxic masculinity, by all means you can, okay? That's your, it's your world as long as you're not hurting anyone. But the one thing you can take from this If you want to be this big manly man, you want to be brave, 
Braveness comes from weakness and you need to be what's considered weak. And what you might consider weak is expressing emotions. Not weak, but being vulnerable. Vulnerable is such a better word, okay? You cannot be this brave, courageous person if you are not vulnerable. If you don't tell the girl how you actually feel. If a girl goes and wants to jump into bed after the first date and you feel like you don't want to, say it. It doesn't make you any less of a man, okay? Tell the girl how you actually feel. Don't hold back because you don't know how she feels or you don't want to come across as too needy or you're not going to text her back you don't be simp. No, okay? Being courageous, which I think is what men strive to be for some reason, okay? You want to be this big, courageous man, be vulnerable, okay? Cry. Cry if you want to. I was watching an interview between Tommy Tiernan and Baz the other day. You should watch it. Please watch it. Tommy Tiernan and Baz. I don't know what his second name is, but Baz. I don't know if that's a nickname. I love him. Anyway, he said, and I'll leave you with this. The most powerful thing he's ever experienced is crying into another man's arms and having another man howl into his arms. That howling crying when you just need to get it all out. That was the most powerful thing he's ever because they broke they at that moment they broke these social norms and it felt amazing excuse me because they were just <laughs> i'm going through puberty myself my voice just cracked because they were able to be vulnerable with each other and that is the most magical thing a person can have i'm gonna leave you there and code word for this week is i am human because you are human before you are a man or a woman be yourself be you have that vulnerability to be you be courageous to be you no matter who you are man woman they whoever you are i love you have a great week kisses Mwah. that was weird Mwah. i'm not gonna do a forehead kiss that's emma jane but i'm saying i want to be here though love you oh my god my stomach my stomach is rumbling <laughs> have fun bye